After a few little technical difficulties there, we got a little new setup with the mics. Got the uh, arms on them now, so you don't have to hear the mic clanking around in our hands. It's very nice. Got two free hands, and we got the pup in the middle. Yeah, we got a guest. Joined by Molly. Today. Actually, a road dog. we have uh, our first repeated guest. You're the first re- repeat. Dang. How do you feel, feel about that? pretty special. Pretty and amped about it. I think that it's just because we don't have anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that you were that great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you need a midweek podcast in the middle of a, yeah. a Thursday. What is today? Friday no, it's Friday. Oh, Friday. Rainy Friday. See, I don't even remember the days anymore. I oh, know they're all they're all the same. Uh, what's going on, Mike? Mm. We've been busy, a man. Couple, couple weeks of turkey season for a little bit. You've got all sorts of projects. What's been going on? Yeah, so I did early season Nebraska for two days by myself, two or three days by myself. That was a shit show. Um, it was like, it wasn't early season. It was a week and a half into season, but it felt like early season. <laughs> Is that just archery? Yeah, just me bow hunting Nebraska public land. And then I got some permission on a good piece of private and that didn't work out. Um, and then um, did Kansas for a couple days with Barney. Mm-hmm. We went to... He's got a good buddy there, Jared. He lets us hunt. He's he's an he's actually an outfitter, but he's kind of getting out of it. But he's got like, I don't know, like six thousand acres, maybe more, maybe like ten thousand wow. between all the different farmers he works with. Mm. And he doesn't turkey hunt, so he's like, "Yeah, come on out, go for it." <laughs> yeah, so we're we're pretty excited when he lets us come out there. So we went out there, um, got one bird down with a shotgun um, on like a Saturday afternoon, and then I hunted one more day. Um, didn't have any luck and then uh i've been hunting close to home around odessa just uh kind of be bopping around just with the farmers i know but have you hunted uh your farm no i haven't i uh i was thinking about that farm the other day i was gonna go there opening weekend but i have it okay so i have this turkey okay (laughs) you you mentioned this before this turkey the details this turkey's name we call this turkey big beard I don't know if you ever seen those battle ropes at the gym that you do like shoulder stuff and oh, yeah. like you know those big ropes about yeah. this bit about the size of a beer can around. Yeah, this dude has a rope on him that big. For real, I swear. And last year, last year is the first time I saw him, and I was like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, Caleb, you're not gonna believe this. I'm like, this fucking turkey has the biggest beard I've ever beer, seen. Like, has multiple. I don't know, and I don't know if it's just bushy and like that's the way it grow it grew out, but it's like wide. It's like yeah, it's like bushy like like width it's long too but the width on the thing is yeah. huge i'm like i've Got never in my life seen something like this a lot of girth yeah <laughs> so never have i been able to like i see i've seen hundreds of turkeys and hundreds of toms hunted a lot of turkeys but never have i seen a turkey that i can like pick out like immediately when i see it and i'm like oh that's him mm. like you know you can do with deer because yeah. their antlers are so like unique but yeah. a lot of toms, you're just like, oh, there's a tom. Yeah. No, this one I this see. One you're like, I see him, and I, I've I've roosted him several times. Like I watch him in the field. He just has this little routine he does. And uh, how old do you think he is? He's got to be four. He's yeah. at least five. 
at least four or five. Because mm-hmm. last year, he he wouldn't have been a two-year-old. He had to have been a three-year-old last year. Mm-hmm. So he's four or five now because last year, you, you know, you can see those pencil hair that were Jake's the year before. Right. You, know, you can kind of tell. So he's at least four or five. But me and Barney, we thought we had him. I roosted him. And you could you could see him from the highway in the tree where I was hunting. And we got in there early the next morning, 60 yards from his roost. He had a tom roosted across the field, and he had no hens with him. There was like three toms within probably several hundred yards of us, but he was 60 yards up in a tree, and I could see him in the tree. We were watching him as the sun was coming up. So it starts getting light, and um, Barney's like, I can see him. He's looking out at our decoys. I'm like, okay, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go down. He sees them. He's going he's gonna to come right. He's going to fly down, and he's going to come into that. Were we you guys a, filming? We, yeah, we had a, a – I got a – Keep in mind, I got a DSD half-stroke Jake, like good decoy, like not mm-hmm. some shit show, and a couple like avian hens, I think, a breeder hen. So anyways, he flies down. The other Tom flies down at the same time. They meet each other in the middle of the field, and we're down like down this way, down the fence row to the left, about 50, 60 yards. They meet up. They stick their heads up, look over at us for about 10 seconds, and then just walk the other way. <laughs> Really? Called, gave him the old little bit of purring in the tree and everything. Yeah. And he did not give a shit. I don't know if he, he's just been hunted or he knows he's been around, if he's just that smart or if they're just, that's kind of how it's been really every time we've hunted. We haven't had any, like, you know, you can tell they're, they're just hot and they come running in. Yeah. We haven't had been any, like that at I all. mean, uh, opening morning when Q shot his, it was kind of like, but it wasn't like they were like, oh, we're going to come beat the shit out of the decoys. Yeah. It was like, oh, there's decoys over here. We're going to check it, it out. And two toms together, and they were just like checking it out, and then okay, made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> See, and even in those situations when you're not, when they're not fired up. I want up, that one pissed where he's gobbling. Just, that's what everyone wants. Yeah, that's what I want. When it happens, it's so rewarding. When it happens, you're like so amped that it makes all the bad times worth it, but even when they're not fired up, you're like, okay, well, we'll just get the hens out or we'll get a kind of a flock over here. They'll think that's the birds that they're with, roosted with, and they'll fly down and come over to the flock. Right. You know, never happens. Yeah. Like it's supposed to. Dude, it, uh, so whenever we shot them. that bird opening morning, that's the first time that I've killed a bird. I mean, Q pulled the trigger, but mm-hmm. I've been on a hunt where it was plan A. Every and other bird is... All and right. I read the script. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, let's go over to the, let's walk mm-hmm. down this trail or go down this creek and what, and let's and make a set over on this side. Or, or all right, let's bounce to the next property yeah. and and go make a stand. I, that was the first time where it was like, boom, from the tree, walk yeah. across the field, getting the decoys, get yeah. shot. I was like, oh my gosh, this is what it's like. Yeah, once I had that like. happen once where they came off the roost and it worked perfect. I'm like, this is it. This is how you do it. I'm like. You roost them. You got to know where they're roosted. You get on the roost, and it's gonna you're gonna win every time. Right. But lately, that yeah. hasn't happened. Yeah. Well, and that's just like so many times. And not that I haven't been in the situation. It's just like a lot of times. Okay, then they fly down on the other side of the creek. Right. You know, it could have worked out perfect. Right. Like the other day, uh, I misjudged. I thought that we could get another 15 minutes worth of sleep in. Oh no! And bad idea. <laughs> well, because we were we were hunting closer. Like I only mm-hmm. had like a very short yeah. little drive. Yeah. I was like, "We'll be good. We have everything." Truck truck was already. Yeah, no. I do. I do that too. No, I misjudged the one walk. Th- one little thing go wrong. Like yes. you can't get a gate open for five minutes, or you 
Or I misjudged the walk. Somebody, you forgot to get gas the night before or something, and you're like, oh, I screwed it up. Well, and I was, I was thinking, I, no. it was me, Q, and my dad, and I was thinking, like, oh, yeah, well, we'll as soon as we get there, we'll mm-hmm. just start on in there. But I got my dad, and we're trying to get everything out of the truck, and everybody's switching their boots, and, this, and I'm just uh-huh. like, and then we start and walking. Like, oh, no. and then getting yeah. a little slow. And as soon, like, this spot we went to, like, and I, I did not roost any birds there i just it was kind of a blind guess of like Mm -hmm. haven't been on this farm yet and uh they'll be around yeah they'll be there Mm -hmm. and uh i was right literally right we we crawled up into this field and i biffed it i mean i whenever i crawled out to put the decoy i i just was was like right it was already bright kind of it wasn't totally but i think that he was close enough yeah to where it was just like Like, what's going on yeah, and then as soon as I crawled back, we didn't hear nothing. And the entire walk in, we were hearing rip, rip, yeah, gobble, rip. Gobble, gobble. Yeah. yeah, and then when, once I snuck that decoy out, he kind of was like, I know. And he I always, he went, yeah. And I always he didn't c- say another word the rest of the day. Uh-huh. I always cut it. Sometimes I cut it too close, and then I'm like, oh, I'm getting up an hour earlier next time. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, you're like, you and I think you got time, it. and then one little thing, like you, you, something gets stuck, you're trying to get out of your pack, or mm-hmm. like, you forget something, have to go back to the truck just a few hundred yards or whatever. You're screwed up, and then you're you're trying to get the decoys out. You they're think already Casey's gobbling. Gonna have pizza, and they're, they're already like, hey, gobbling. It's gonna be in five minutes. And now you can't get the decoys out by just walking out. You got to crawl out. Yeah. But then it takes ten times longer, and it's just a shit show. Yeah. Had that happen many times. That and I I misjudged it too because the day before I was like, all right, we showed up this time, and we were we were good, Golden. clean. Yeah. And I didn't think about that day. It was cloudy. Mm-hmm. We had a ton of overcast. Mm-hmm. And then the day that we're, I, I tried cutting it short, it was freaking bright, bright skies. Just freaking. As soon as that sun like started to peak up, yeah. it was like, hello, lights on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, but you live in New York. So you guys got one. Uh, Q, we Q got one. one. Q shot one. Then you, you shot one, didn't shot you? Shot one Saturday. And actually went to the same blind, me, on Q, and my Valley dad. Oaks. Yeah. yeah, and the intention was we were going to try and get my dad one, mm-hmm. and uh, we've had we had birds in the field. All, I'm not going to run through the entire hunt, but yeah. we had birds come through the field, and then uh, we eventually, I think that they probably were. I mean, we had five toms in the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was nuts. Yeah, that's but nice. I think that we probably had shot at one of the birds. They were just acting weird. weren't coming to the decoys, but yeah. we had birds in the field. Yeah, well, they, they finally, we had a little pocket field behind us and it was just, I mean, it's 15 yards and it's to go up into this timber. It's, mm-hmm. They got to cross into here mm-hmm. and there's a little Creek that kind of like pinch points them. So they had to walk through there, but it's like on the backside of the blind. Yeah. So we were doing the shuffle in there and three Toms came in <laughs> and we're in that little window and, uh, my dad missed or no, he, yeah. he shot it, but I don't think he killed it. Because it, it it fell down. And then oh, there yeah, was another it. Tom. I was, and they just stood there. And I was like, okay, I'm going to shoot a second one. Or I, I'm going to shoot one. Uh-huh. And Did you have a gun too? Yeah. Okay. So I had a gun and my dad had a gun. He hit his and it fell down for a second and got back up. And then there was the other two that were there. And I was like, all right, I'm going to shoot one now. Because I after his got up, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I don't. I don't want us to you not get, get one. one. Yeah, yeah, get one. So I go to pull up and shoot and drop and fold mine, and then my dad's runs off. Oh no! And I'm like, 
it was hard for me to be like, yeah, you're like oh, sorry, I was jacked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry, I was jacked. I I, yeah. But the whole intention was we were going to try and get him yeah. one and then he misses and then I actually shoot one. Yeah. So it was kind of like, it was one of those tough deals where it was like, dude, sorry you missed, but also we got one. Yeah, so let's yeah. celebrate. Yeah, but, we're happy. Yeah. Um, they're freaking, if you don't hit them in the head with a shoddy, like you pepper their wings or what, it's like, it's like armor. Yeah. Like they just shake it off and run. That, I, I think that we were in, it was kind of a hard dude, like turn or like, cause we were having to shoot out of the, the back of the blind. Uh-huh. And I think it was a hard shot. An and also shot. I think that he, because we had five toms all day in the field and just yeah, didn't have an opportunity. And I think they probably didn't get his head all the way. To, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's just the matter of on this gun, and yeah. you're off at that close. You sure. know, we have 15 yards. Dude, I have actually I have video of this, but, um, Barney put an arrow straight through pass straight pass through through a bird. I've done Kansas. it. I did it in front runner and he dropped, got up, was bleeding and limping real bad. Took about 10 steps and flew about 150 yards and we never found him. Really? It was the craziest thing. And it was just, it was off the roost. Perfect morning. Like yeah. told, read the script, everything. It's just hunting, man. They're just tough animals. Like, it is so fun though. Whenever it works out, mm-hmm. that and I, I freaking absolutely love the, uh, just in the mornings. It's like so peaceful. Like I, I, I made a post the other the spring in the morning. Oh, like those dude, mornings, it's, it's my favorite. Yeah, and I, I made a or I made a post the other day, and it was just like perfect lighting, and I, and I just like taking the pictures mm-hmm. in that lighting, especially in the spring when everything starts getting green, mm-hmm. and then that seems like the sun is just more freaking like, up orangey gold. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and it just contrasts as well with like the green and stuff. And, yeah. uh, I made a post the other day of a picture that I took in the morning. I'm like, worth the wake up. Like, yeah. it's so worth it. Like, yeah, it sucked having to get up at four o'clock and get all the stuff and hike in there. But just being able to sit out there, I've started appreciating that little mm-hmm. stuff lately. Yeah. And I'll do, I'll do the cold, but man, when it's like 40, 50, 60, it's so nice. Oh, it's like nice. On the spring morning and you got birds gobbling everywhere. Yeah. And you're not like freezing and you're. Think of how many people like, they're like, oh, you... just think of people that don't hunt or aren't familiar. Right. They don't understand. But they're like, oh, that's weird. You, you chase, you kill these things. You kill these turkeys. You, you go turkey hunting. Like it's mm. just a bird, right? Yeah. But then those same, some of those same people may have never, ever just been out in, in the woods at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m and heard the woods come alive all the birds seen the sun come up and heard gobbles you take those same people out they'd be amazed like yeah what this is real like (laughs) yeah and it's dude some some days i like what i like about the spring is like if you can get one of those warm days and sometimes it rains even when it rains it's cool Mm -hmm. like like it rained today and i sat out here and i had i just had the door open Mm -hmm. and uh i just like it it's like the nice spring, yeah. You've been locked up all winter. Like it's cold. No one wants to be outside, really. Like, at it's, least it's, it's still dark warm. for the majority of the day. So, yeah, spring. This right now is like my favorite time of year. I wish I had like usually I'm like nothing on my schedule for a month. I'm hunting. I'm turkey yeah. hunting. Like, and I've I've given up like work to be able to do that sometimes. And like, but that's what I like. If I'm gonna take time away, it's in the spring when I'm. I got my own schedule. I can hunt close to home. I can kind of do whatever I need to do. There's nothing I look forward to more than that time of year. But like this year, 
I got these houses. I'm like right. trying to get contractors started on them and at least get them going so that I can have, sneak off for a couple of days in the morning right. or on a weekend or whatever. So, But the idea is that we build our shit to where we can just go hunt whenever we want, right? Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> that's everybody's everybody's goal. But Yeah, the, the crazy thing is, is it's like it's shifted so much on how like that originally went. Well, first, I thought it was just like you're going to get hunt now. And now I'm like, no, I got to do this other stuff so then I can do the hunting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whenever I want. Now, don't, don't yeah. get me wrong. I get to go in the woods and hunt mm-hmm. more days than I mean, most people, that's, yeah, that's kind of what I like about spring too, is a good amount of our like core amount of my like grind time work is doing the heartland waterfowl stuff. And so that's like in the fall, right? Spring or, uh, September till, uh, basically February, yeah, second January, weekend February. of February. Yeah. So it's now it's like, it's, it's like, it's kind of like your own time in oh. spring. It's like, okay, we can relax. I can have a little fun. Yeah. I'm not like. And it's about, not that I don't love, I absolutely yeah. love that other part. But you can film because you want to. And it's like, oh, it's and just it, so much more yeah, fun. It, I'm just, I, I absolutely love that part. And I, and I actually love the pressure of having to get stuff done. The mm-hmm. delivery dates, the boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, boom. I, I love that part because it, one, it keeps me, uh, from drifting around and freaking, mm-hmm. it keeps me, all right, this one to this one to this one, you know, mm-hmm. without that, sometimes I get with the ideas and I start going and start this little project over here and doing this during that time, whenever we're doing that, it's this to this schedule, boom, 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 deliverable, mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. Uh, so I like that, but also I like, you know, whenever we went and filmed Q, it was just like, I'm going to make whatever I want. Yeah, I'm going to try no and, pressure, and like, it's you, you, you can risk it and just try and get like you know no pressure. It. It's n- there's no expectations, right? It's just like your own time. So I love yeah, it's it. been fun. It's been yeah. fun. But in the what same it, thing with the podcast too is, and I told myself a little bit because I've been wanting to do this for a long time, mm-hmm. but uh, it's it was hard whenever I was out of town, in town, out of town, in town during waterfowl season. Which I'm not going to let that be an excuse this next time because. Yeah. No, but dude, you can crank can, them out during the spring right now. Yeah, like but that's my thing out. is like, yeah. let's get some under the belt. Let's get this train rolling. Mm-hmm. So then it's a, uh, hey, this thing's already going. Whenever I go into battle time, like, all right, we've yeah. already we're already accustomed to this. Like yeah. we are, dude. I I and then uh, it, it's just a fluid transition, in, right? Right. I uh, I, I saw this. Believe it or not, I saw this TikTok, and it was this guy. And he was talking I don't about what? I don't believe it. Yeah, I what? <laughs> believe it or not. Well, yeah, yeah, I believe it. Uh, I saw this TikTok, and this guy was talking about like building culture at his company and uh-huh. like what he's done with that. And he said like the biggest thing that I've implemented is uh, just the phrase, and you can refer to it whenever it comes to anything. And mm-hmm. it's just that's what we do. And it's mm-hmm. like, hey, we're gonna have to stay up till three o'clock in the morning and get this. Hey, we're gonna have to work out of town for seven mm-hmm. days and then. Ba- that's yeah, what we do. but that's what we do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm, that's been ringing in my yeah, head like lately. That. And I've been like, even with my computer stuff, like I was one, I, I had got one to edit done and then I was like, all right, do I want to do the other one today? And I was like, that's, that's what we do. Yep. You know what I mean? The same thing with, I'm trying to like adapt. It's like this little stem, little light from this TikTok that I saw. And I was, I just related to it. I'm like, Mm-hmm. Okay, I need to stop start operating like that. I need to start mm-hmm. having that mindset of, yep, this sucks, that sucks, and I'm, I want to find some other people that are like that too. Yo, 
Yeah. But that's what we do. You know so, what I mean? So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think it's Jordan Peterson that talks about this, but he's like, basically, for for men and young men, like, the way you get you feel fulfillment is having a, carrying a heavy load, having a lot of responsibility. Right. So, like, the kids that are lost or, like, they're depressed or whatever it is, it's like most of them don't have responsibilities or they're not like living up to any kind of um, schedule or discipline or routine or responsibilities. No one's relying on them. But like, you know, when you start to carry a load at work and you, you start to carry a load of a family, like that's what gives you fulfillment as a man. So like, that's why you feel better when you're doing that stuff. Right. Like yeah. keeping, keeping your, your workload heavy and staying in that grind. And I mean, grinding is like a cliche thing now like you hear it all the time but yeah <clears throat> at the same time there's a lot of a lot to be said for that like staying busy having something that you're chasing all the time you know and as long as it's making you better right whatever it is as long as it's somehow making you better then it's a great thing right i i tell something else about the grunt like what you're saying with the grind deal too is uh and this came up not that long ago of like you you don't get pats on the back for like doing what you're supposed to be doing like we're supposed to be grinding yeah are we not so it's like oh, yeah i grind on that well, yeah that's what we're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. right you know like yeah. uh i always relate this to like showing up on time like that's that's another thing yeah like, that's that's not a it's not like an, you're not exceeding your expectations. Which just, I, 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 a, I'm bad at it too. But yeah. I'm just saying, like that's, well, that's not why a brag. We for if ourselves you, though, <laughs> what? Yeah, but that that's not a brag though. You know, yeah. that's like, well, yeah, that's what we're. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you got going on? What else? Uh, you guys had a. You guys know what that lake house? Uh, Working on actually, that? I think Q's, Q's going back down there. Is he? Uh, this oh no no not this weekend or maybe yeah he's going Sunday, he's got a wedding, to film uh. Today today and tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? It's Friday yeah mm-hmm. Friday Saturday, and I think maybe Sunday Monday he's yeah. gonna go down and do some more work down there. We're kind of waiting on contractors, which I'm sure no. you can relate to. Um. We got all sorts of stuff in the mix. Uh, we start managing a handful of properties. Uh, that's kind of the big, talk about that big thing. That's kind of rolling. Yeah. We're, uh, we're trying to basically connect all the dots with everything that we feel like we can, uh, all the tools that we have at hand. Mm-hmm. Brother's a real estate agent. He's an architect. I can do all the marketing and the sales. I didn't know uh, brother's a real estate agent. Yeah. Really? A- and an brother, architect. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my dad has, Industry connections. Been one has been uh, in the rental business for over thirty years. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my grandpa, same thing. It's like we just have so many different resources. My dad has a construction company. Yeah, he's my a dad has his, yeah, like and, and with having uh, he he's has all the subs because he's done yeah multiple flips all this you know just like we just we have all of these different pieces and that's kind of like what the timberline thing for us is is like okay here's a home for all of these things to come alive so uh we've got we're i mean we've got our foot in the rental game so uh we're going to start managing some properties um starting here at the end of this month 
I mean, we've already started managing some. Of course, my mm-hmm. dad has some in-house too. Mm-hmm. But uh, really, like we got to, for me, I was trying to find, you know, like we have to find something that's scalable. Right mm-hmm. now with uh, the media business, it's like me and Q, you know. And for me to go allocate more time, like I need more help. Yeah. You know, like to do. And also, you gotta I like to goof, goof off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I also like my time. So. Mm-hmm. And also we have all this other stuff too. So, uh, but yeah, I, so I, I would like to get the like, PM thing would be something more scalable, right? Yeah. The property yeah. management thing. Yeah. Gotcha. And I think that, you know, maybe we start at 30 properties and it goes to 50, 100, mm-hmm. 200. I'd like to do a thousand, pro- like have apartment complexes, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so just in Kansas city or do you, all over the place. And what yeah. we're also going to do is Airbnbs. My dad's going to uh, do an Airbnb. He bought a lot in uh, Creed, Colorado. So he's going to do that stuff. Um, you going to manage those too? Or just, yeah. uh, okay. Uh, but also what we want to do right? is we want to basically have it to where investors can come. If you if you want to be an investor or, or if you just want to get into the real estate game, but you don't have all the connections to facilitate this entire mm-hmm. thing, you can go like this. Here's my money. We fold it into this, 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 and then you I can an take. Agent. Yeah, and then you I have can the take. Contracting. Yes. You have. You can PM. take your hands off and let your money work for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what we. That's, that's what a, we want to be able to great. do. But also, we want to be able to have. You also have resources. We're gonna have all the air, like an Airbnb in Nashville, Airbnb in this. So mm-hmm. once you come and be a part of Timberline Properties, come and be an investor and come in and right. you know it's like we're managing this and that. Right. It's going to be all sorts of perks. And we don't have it completely figured out, you know. Yeah, no, We're still it. just spitballing. Like, hey, we've got experience in this. Can we roll with this? Yeah. Hey, let's try this. So, but it's fun. I mean, me and my dad and my brother are, like, clicking. You know, like, behind closed doors, we're, like, arguing. But then once we get in, and <laughs> it's, you know, like, but that's just how that's we roll. How, that's how, that's where the magic happens, Dude, right? it's Orange County Chopper. It's having all the Remember, or it, was it West? West yeah. 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 You yeah, know West what I'm talking Chow. about? Yeah, I know what you're talking that about. That was us. Yep. That's us. <laughs> Okay, Pop that's it. My mom <laughs> leaves the room and lets us just battle. Mm-hmm. But that's how we get down. But yeah. it's all because we're just, all of us are three in the same, like we're fired up about but it. That's that's great that you can have those battles, right? Because it's we're hard. On the same goal. It's hard to do. If you can't communicate with each other, like, like, you know, obviously I've been in partnerships where I could not communicate well and it didn't work out, but I'm, I'm in other partnerships now where like things work much better because we sit, we, we, we create clear expectations and we communicate. If we have problems, we're like, Hey, we just have a face to face conversation about it and work through it. Like, okay, here's my side. What's your side? Yeah. You know, like, and if you can't do that, you're screwed. Like, right. And that's so what we great. Do. You guys can, we're just like, all right, put your freaking gear on. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. And then we rip at each other and try and it's not necessary. <laughs> Everybody thinks that it's like arguing, but That's it's not. It's like know. what we do. Oh my gosh, it would you go bananas. Just get you, your dad and your brother on. It's not pod. like arguing. Like it's not like it's not like us arguing subjects. Yeah. It's just counterpoints. Yeah. To well, try I and say, "Hey, I'm yeah. what about what about, you know, like it's best it's basically all of us playing devil's advocate on each other and just rotating around yeah. the table of being devil's advocate. My brother has a point, I'm devil's advocate to him. Yeah. And then my dad and then me and my brother are teaming up on my dad. And then my dad, <laughs> me and him team up on him. It's bad. It's a, yeah. a little bit toxic. It's basically a mastermind though. That's what you do. Like, yeah. you know, you just put your heads together and like you play devil's advocate. So 
that's great. I think it's a great idea. Um, especially for like get hooked up with investors, like new investors Mm -hmm. or, or maybe investors that are already in the marketplace, but not in Kansas city. Then they, you guys are a solution, yeah. right? Cause you guys know this market, you know, the subs, you right. know, you know how to, that and care of things for a lot here. of people, their money goes farther here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Than a lot of places for sure. So yeah, we're playing with that. Uh, we don't have all the kinks worked out and that's why we kind of, we've got enough to run tests and mm-hmm. get me and my brother right now are really focused on getting systems built. When this happens, what do we do? We look at this and we go, okay, this is what we do whenever this happens. Like, Oh, if this happens, yeah, yeah, we just need systems set to where, Oh, so-and-so calls and this is a problem. This is how we handle it. So right now we're in the process of getting all the systems built. And then once we feel comfortable that it's time to push, Mm -hmm. then we're going to push. But right now it's figured out, get the logistics, figure out, see. And also we want to grow our port pro or, uh, portfolio portfolio. as well yeah you know so yeah that'd be cool through that that's a great dynamic having all those you guys in the same family (laughs) yeah it's pretty crazy though (laughs) that's cool um tell me more about what you got going on so you got a new property goes from the last time you've got the pm thing is interesting because i don't know um the only reason why it works for us because we have all those, you know what I mean? Like yeah, if, if yeah. you had to have a, or you got to hire that, like right. that's the other thing. It's my dad's construction companies can, can, will continue to run. Yeah. Regardless if he's doing maintenance calls for the property management. Company. Right. So right. it's just add a business to that business. He's right. always the subcontractor. Oh, we got to fix this, that, or the other. Right. Bingo. They got the team to do it. You know, and it would be different if we didn't have a real estate agent to do all the deals. My brother's a real estate agent. He can navigate through all the deals. Yeah. I mean, you know what I've been thinking recently? I'm like, if somebody could come up with a solution for labor shortages. Oh, good luck. For contractors right now. Good luck. You would be a billionaire. If you could find a way to be valuable and bring employees to contractors, You'd be a freaking billionaire right now. That time's over, dog. You can take pictures of your feet and make <laughs> millions on OnlyFans. <laughs> Nobody's going to go, hey, let me go freaking sand down some woodwork and get paid $15 an hour. Oh, my gosh. Every contractor I talk to, yeah. oh, I'm swamped. That man. time's I'm over. People out. are making money on video out. games. I'm four weeks out. I'm a year out. Like Over. Crazy. Over. That's the biggest That's the biggest hurdle, Like I think, for me and Help. you. Like getting into real estate at this time when the market's appreciating and it's going to be for a few years, that's the biggest hurdle you have to overcome is fi- it's not finding deals. I don't think it's anything else besides being able to have the contractors to do the work to either renovate the houses or get them ready for rentals. Yeah. How many times do you run into it where you you're just only... like, I guess I'll just figure out how to do it. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Like I'm working on one right now. Like I have two going at the same time. One's a flip, one's a rental. I was going to have my, my contracting crew do the rental, get it ready. But we have like a 45 day timeline on the flips. I'm like, you know what? You guys just get started on the flip. Cause it's got a lot more intensive. Like we're going right. to move walls and stuff and add a bathroom. So I was like, you guys get started on that. I'm going to, I'll take care of like, this needs paint. It needs like, lipstick and stuff like that like paint trim um i'm putting cabinets in but like 
I'll take care of that. I'll do it even if it takes me a week or two. And you guys just go ahead and get started on other stuff because there's such there's, – and he's he's also running 10 or 12 other jobs at the same time yeah. and doing mine. So it's like it's like cutting it really close on em, em, employees and, yeah. and having the labor. That's the biggest thing is help. Yeah. I mean, even even what we're doing, like – I mean, you yeah, got video Cuba, help too. If you were going to go find another guy right now, yeah, it's, it's just not hard. the easiest thing in the world. Not saying that's. I don't want to say anything's impossible or have this mentality that like, uh, like a you know, be scarcity minded. But it is tougher than normal. How do you get people to uh, come on and buy into your vision? That's it. That's a other thing that I, I I'm always like trying that, to figure out. I'm like, yeah. how do I get people to go? That's the most important. Oh, thing. I got it. I got what he's trying. I see. I can see the grand picture of like what he's trying to do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna roll with you. Whatever the get into the mindset of like what we talked about earlier of that's what we do. Like I can roll with that. I'm how do, how do you that's find the that? most valuable skill on the face of the earth or in the American economy anyways, is like how to win over and influence people and like get them on board with your vision. Like think about it, that and managing, managing people. Once you get them in there, keeping them on track, like it's the, mo- it's the highest paid profession in the world is creating leaders and creating people and getting them into your vision. So I don't know you first, first of all, you have to be able to like passionately articulate, passionately, clearly articulate what your vision is. Right. And for some of you and that may be listening to this or even business owners or contractors that I've seen, like a lot of these guys have a little bit of a, especially in the construction trades, right? They have more of an old school mentality where it's like, well, they just, don't get or I got to do everything myself well it's like first of all you don't let any of those guys those young guys get in and try to do what you're doing like you know like running equipment or finishing something or like doing a skilled trade so that's part of it but like being able to articulate your vision to young guys or whoever somebody new coming into your business it's like if you could figure out how to do that effectively you just have to be you have to be um a good communicator. You got to be charismatic. You have to be like, yep. You have to just be able to communicate that really well. And like, and then you have to follow through on the shit that you have to set a good example, right? Right. Like that's the easiest way to be a leader. Set the just, just Set the example. Yeah. Just be the example. Yeah. But at some point you're going to have to, to right. Cause at some point, let's say you go from like five employees, but you want a company of 50 or a hundred employees. At some point you're not, all those employees aren't going to get one-on-one time to, to mentor with you or be in your office or like be working with you on jobs. So at some point you have to like be able to articulate to them and show them in other ways rather than just being the example, like eight hours a day for them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, cause they're not going to be directly with you all the time, but yeah, that's the biggest thing, man is like, yeah, if you get really good at that, solve a lot of problems as an entrepreneur or a business owner for sure that i take it personal like bringing people like mm-hmm. in like if you get into the circle like, yeah. like it's personal like i don't want to if it don't work out say peace to you you know what mm-hmm. i mean like i just so right it's a different different deal but also everybody's got a different like there's just so many different factors. People There's also different money goals that and, comes into it. People got different goals. Yeah. You know, like people. So to get all your starters to align with somebody else, that's got to be. I mean, 
It happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. I know that some people, uh, but <laughs> I met with my insurance agent. Um, we had lunch. Uh, he's been my insurance agent for years. I was actually going to go to work for him when I was like 21 or 22, but we had lunch and he was, uh, I was telling him about fix this door. Hold yeah. Um, I was telling him about the, a bad partnership that I've ha- had with, uh, the bill for the hunt stuff and like that whole situation. And he's like, yeah, you know, the only ship that, that is sure to shank to sink is a partnership. Is a partnership. <laughs> <My dad tells laughs> Those me are the that only the ships time. that always sink is a partnership. Yeah. Was like, My yeah. dad tells me that one all the time. And you know, I think, I think they can work, but the biggest thing, the number one thing is having clearly communicated expectations up front and having an exit plan when like, Hey, what if this doesn't work out? What if we disagree or we come to a, a a point where we can't work together anymore? How do we, what's the exit strategy? Yeah. For either one of those two things. Yeah. Then you're good. Like, okay, we have a plan. We know, we know where we're going. We know if things don't work out where we're going and we have clear expectations and all that's communicated. Right. So I think if you got those things down, you can almost work with anybody, but you know, you gotta, you gotta have that stuff for starters. That's a foundation. This is all stuff you learn as you go. Like I didn't know any of this (laughs) five years ago, six years ago. So, yeah, I've been big about the, like uh, just extreme transparency and communication like that just goes, mm-hmm. Hey, these are the deliverables. This is where I think like, and yeah. just being, and be uh, if you're up front, then there's no, then there's no, like at the end we're going, well, I thought that this was, well, I was just assuming this or this, if mm-hmm. you get everything lined out there, it's smooth sailing. Yeah. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. Okay. You That's go with it. that. You go with that. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. That's something. I want to read books on, like, I want to study that. I'm always watching videos on like leadership and managing people and like want to get there someday. But right now it's just, yeah, it's just me and a couple, couple, few people right now. Do you ever feel like you're like, uh, in the hamster wheel a little bit? I feel like that sometimes where I'm just like, all right, I got all these big visions of this stuff, but I know it's going to take some time to do that for this to develop for this develop. Sometimes I feel like I'm just like running in, in a circle. Well, elaborate. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you mean in the day to day in the video stuff like the yeah the some sometimes with the videos and deliverables yeah. and all that yeah uh, I feel like I've I've got enough time to like go pitch enough business for mm-hmm. but I don't have enough time to like and schedule you know what I mean yeah uh, being able to uh, I can only do so much in my in my deal but I but me. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking about, I, I want to do all this different crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like I want to do some music videos. So I'm like, where am I going to, mm-hmm. where, how am I going to fit that in anywhere with what I'm doing? You know right. what I mean? But I'm also like, still, I sit in the, uh, I'm sitting here in the garage and watch a music video. I'm just like, I can do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, for me, I'm like, all right, what to like, I've had this before where you have to like, think of a very tactical plan you know Bob Memory. You know who Bob Memory. Yeah. They talked on, on the Full Send podcast about there's like six ways, six different contact points to get to be able to reach. And they book like a ton of big guests on the podcast. Guest. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it's yeah. just like sometimes yeah. you you got to know 
Jacob, and then Jacob actually went to college with so and so. So then maybe you can get connected. Oh well, I know so and so. Yeah, yeah, and then you bounce, bounce, and then all of a sudden you get a phone call, and then you're rock and roll with somebody. Right. I think I did that with some of some of the other th- things business wise in my, uh-huh. in my brand of kind of you know oh okay if I'm connected connect right with him and I connect here. with him and then I'm bouncing with them right. boom 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 we've kind of done that with um, some of the people that we've even met yeah uh but so with the music video maybe- I I need to get with the plan I need to sit down and write a plan on how, who I'm gonna bounce from here to and then kind of <laughs> so you can shoot so, a music video yeah I want to shoot some music videos well sit down and. Right out the plan. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm just I'm scatterbrained a little bit on it. But yeah. uh, it's just one of the... I have these ideas of like... I also want to just like go shoot a like straight up like highly produced something. If it's a commercial for something. If it's, I know. If it's a Polaris commercial or if it's whatever. Lacrosse boots commercial. Lacrosse, holla at me if you're trying to get down. <laughs> well, that's like... I feel like that's kind of like Peter McKinnon, right? Like he started out, he had to make all his own videos and then he got to a place where he could hire an editor and then he started doing like his own passion projects. Right. So now like he'll do a video on stuff he likes, like his truck or, right. Or brand that he just wants to promote just because, you know? Yeah. And I think that now I'm getting to the point where skill level, I feel like I can do it. Mm -hmm. I just need another push of like opportunities to do so, you know, Mm -hmm. like hunting industry. I, I got enough opportunities, you know what yeah. I mean? To like kind of do all sorts of, I've, I've done a ton of different stuff, you know? Right. But I don't know. I'm just getting older and wanting to branch out and do some different stuff. And it, it comes with time. I understand that too. Well, you know, mm-hmm. a few people that do stuff outside the hunting industry. So just yeah. talk to those guys and say, Hey, what did you do to get yourself like other opportunities with different industries or yeah, maybe and it's I've, as simple as just like going new places and, uh, networking, networking with new people or making new friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I've been, I've done music videos. I've done three. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So like I've been on it and I like it. It's fun. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. And the thing is about the music videos, like with hunting, you're documenting what happens mm-hmm. with the music videos. You get to make what happens. Yeah. You, you have all the creative control. Everything. Yeah. Everything. So if you want so and so to fall down the stairs and and you can get a shot of from up here, down here, mm-hmm. this way. Like it's just it's another level. Like honey, you can only do so much stuff because you have to rely on certain amount of things happening. Yeah. You're filming you can, like, get stuff. creative with the edit, but like this you can't really direct, you know. Right. But I can't make it I can't make a bird go like this. All right, I want you to walk. I want you to come That's in. Why it's so hard. <laughs> I want you to come in in the third and then walk and and then once you come in, I want you yeah. to do this. And then I want to have another angle from up top. You don't get to do that with the hunting stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's just a different thing. I know. But, uh, yeah, so I'm interested in it. I've, I've dabbled my toes a little bit. So that and the fishing stuff. Like yeah. I like the fishing there's, stuff, too. And I've heard this from, I know, I know this. I'm just talking basically a on of, a creative aspect. Yeah. Because I've just like, I've done a lot of hunting stuff. I just would like to shoot some other stuff. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, there's a lot of other stuff that pays a lot better too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, businesses and just like even like government entities and schools and stuff, like you can just make way more money than the hunting industry. Right. That and I've been in the game long enough. And for how many videos I've probably produced, which mm-hmm. 
if you look at the grand scheme of things of like all the people that like we follow now, it's not shit really. Yeah. But pretty, I mean, a good amount. I put out tons of content for a handful of years. Yeah. Still not seeing the numbies. <laughs> yeah. Still not seeing the numbers just, that you know what gotta, I'm saying, like yeah. that you, you would think. Approach. What you well, would think would come too, right? with the amount that have have been out there. Yeah. I know it's not all about the number shit, but I'm starting to well, go. It like, starts to get discouraging, you right? Know, after a while, right? Well, like you got to think too. Ten years ago, everyone saw everyone's post on Facebook, right? Yeah. Or you saw everything in New Mexico. It, in, dude, uh, literally Instagram in and Facebook. Of, of Instagram, the engagement right? on both of those is such jack. Yes, it's horrible. It's because the they worst. want you have to pay because it's yeah. pay to play now. Like if you pay, no to more run an ad. No, that like, and I know that we're late to this. To hey, three years ago, it was no more organic reach. Yeah, it's just different now. And a lot of those guys built their audiences on um, outdoor TV, like TV networks, like Outdoor Channel and stuff right. like that for ten years, and then you know, so they have a huge audience. No, it's not. It wasn't. Not but I'm just saying in easy. general, I don't need to be no hunting star. I just want to be like the Nelf boys. Like, yeah, I know. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> know, dude. Or whoever. I know. Like, YouTube, I think there's still opportunity on YouTube. I think so, too. That's like I think what you, you can't do is do a hunting night. show. It's I don't like, think you can do a hunting show. I think you have to do whatever the fuck you do show. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think works. Yeah. And if you look at sure. everybody that has these giant followings, mm-hmm. are all of our cultural if you would say internet icons right now, Joe Rogan got to be one. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does he do? Yeah, he's just being whatever the fuck he wants yeah, and documents whoever, it. And it's whoever, a game. Whatever guest Logan wants. Paul, Jake Paul, uh, Nelk, Nelk, all of, like it's Dave Portnoy, freaking yeah. uh, Mr. Beast, and it, like that's what he wants to do. He's biggest YouTube. Casey Neistat did exactly yeah. what he wanted to do. Like everybody even with the the hunt some of the hunting youtube guys and the fishing youtube guys that are big they just did what they wanted to do and it worked i think that like we've talked about it before is authenticity it's one of the senses you know you got touch feel smell what all all, whatever yeah it's like a sniff test like (laughs) but people can just sense it when you're authentic and if you're if you're being authentic to who you are i think that it just goes farther I've been kind of like looking into my, and the same thing with the podcast. If me and you came in here and we're trying to be all, you know what I mean? Yeah. And buttoned up and this and that. Yeah. They, that's not us. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. And I think that, uh, that's the thing that works. I think that mm-hmm. when you, I don't use the IO stuff. For example, when we were doing that, we were trying to be a TV show. Mm-hmm. If we would have documented us, yeah, it would have been, it, we would have been the hunting Nelk. I know. Think about when we were like going to Nashville and all that stuff, if we would have just vlogged the whole thing. But we were trying to be a hunting show. We weren't trying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, what transferred to camera was yeah. not what was. Well, and you it, can always, you can only make so much content out hunting. Like that's my other right? thing. Like all the, all these guys that have shows are what they're throwing out six or eight or 10 episodes a year. Yeah. You can't build a YouTube channel off that. You got to post every week, once a week or twice a week. Yeah. And it can't be also, it can't be surrounded on just having kills, you know? Yeah. And kill shots. Because if you do that, you're playing, you're playing a game that does not have very many opportunities. Right. So that's what I've been thinking about too, is like, how do we get it to where I think the podcast is another way, you know, to make current content. You don't like me and you can spark this and do this whenever. 
if it's not you, if it's somebody else. Yeah, this is pretty. Once you get this set up and figured out, pretty. I want to get it to where we set in. I thought I had. I thought I had it this time, and I just that's strike three. The strike three. Okay, maybe I should quit. But (laughs) moving forward, I want to get it to where it's just like studio. The set's already built. We walk in. Camera just stays there. Everything just stays there. We got a TV, whatever. Boom, press record, and we're rolling. I don't want there to be any friction to make content. Yeah. I want it to be as easy as we can. Hey, if I can go through, oh, so-and-so, can you meet me at 7 o'clock? That's already hard enough. Get somebody to meet you to do the whatever. Well, it's just another system, right? Yeah. Just like you guys are creating systems Kay. for the We do it every Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. And these episodes come out here and here. You got you got your audio equipment system. You got a editing and publishing system. My dog is getting very impatient. No. Wait. But, yeah. I want to... Dude, I want to do a lot of... I want to do YouTube. I want to, and too. And I, YouTube, here's my thing cut is... Cut the YouTube export and just cut it, cut reels out of it and cut little posts out of it. It's mm-hmm. the easiest way to do it, but... Man, freaking doing it yourself. I'm not... I could do it, but I'm not going to walk around vlogging myself trying to talk to contractors and, like, work on stuff. And right. It would slow me down so much. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm talking about is I think that like how you get to, to where you can scale the content stuff is you have to remove the friction. So if you had a guy that was also an employee that also, mm-hmm. you know, could help do the construction shit. Hey, he can do the clean outs. He mm-hmm. can help do this. We can blah, 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 whatever. He can scroll through whatever and try and find deals. If you have this like, uh, character that can play a handful of roles, and then That's you can a go. Pretty uh, talented individual. If you get hard to find someone who has all they got to be in. That, too, that's right? what I'm saying. Like a lot of video guys, like you're going to talk to them about real estate or construction, and it's going to go like this way over their head, yeah. you know. Yeah. But and vice versa. But there's guys like us that do a little bit of everything, and yeah. they're smart enough to figure out anything, right? Yeah, Just we watch. lucked out with Q. He he yeah. wears all the hats. Yeah, he can do it all. So that's good. Yeah, I think, I don't know, maybe looking at, like, look for interns, like kids yeah. fresh out of college. or. But I'm just saying if you had like it set I said, up. Like I said, once you keep building, as far as, like, finding help and people to shoot stuff, like, once you keep building, the more traction you, you get, the more credibility you get, and the bigger business you build and the bigger income you build, like, people will come to you wanting to help what you're doing. I don't think the friction is necessarily even the shooting part because I mm-hmm. think that I would take the time to shoot all the stuff. Yeah. But it, it's just filled SD cards until I have someone put it. If someone, yeah. if I, if, if my I responsibility was be, to fill the, and then you go like this in yeah. two days, you go, okay, check your Dropbox. There's a edited video. Boom. Boom. Yeah. I would film it all. Yeah. Okay. I would, and I would be planning, okay, this day we're doing this, <laughs> this day we're doing this, this day we're doing this. Yeah, if that is you, please DM us. Yeah, we will. We will. The edit, well, that's the thing is accounts. having someone to edit. That's one of the most crucial parts because, dude, that's I know. Otherwise, it's just SD cards. Yeah, or hard footage on a hard drive. Yeah, if you're it never SD comes cards, to fruition until there's an. Yeah, edit. you're not doing anything if you fill SD cards. Yeah, that's why so, I was saying if you could figure out a way to leverage like. I don't know, like college students or people that want to learn that are just getting into it. Or like I was saying yesterday, VAs, like it's just the labor. It's labor all around, man. Like contracting. It's like just finding help. 
what if you started like a creative space, like an office space? Yeah, I remember, remember uh, we, we talked, talked about, about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm still ago. thinking about it. It's a great idea. It's still But a if good you had if you had a creative space to where you could go, okay, I can bring some value to these people. If it's gear that you can take and use once you become a let's say a freelancer for this creative space. Okay, this creative space buys a red space. Yeah, or or to be able to use a space or to have a badass freaking like three max to where oh I've been I really want to edit but my computer's junk and I, mm-hmm. I and if I could really like edit on a good computer it would I I would be more apt to do it. Yeah. That happened for me. Whenever my stuff was slow and then I got one that was jet fast, I was like oh this is fun. Yeah, the thing can move as fast as my brain can move. Yeah, you know yeah, that's nice. Uh. But if you had that, then maybe you would have people there and then you could start building a culture and then you could start going, oh, this, 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 this motherfucker that comes and always edit in the chair. You got the hustle. What's up? Yeah. (laughs) You want to come to Arizona? We got to film interviews for whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's still a great idea. But when the hell am I going to have time for that? You just have to. That's just managing other stuff too. Well, and having retail space now, it's like it's almost non-existent or like what you do is you, you like buy the commercial and way. then you rent it out to someone else that has the creative yeah. space and then you hand pick out of the creative space. Yes. Like if you, if you were like leasing out your own commercial building and it had an extra space there that from, you know, that wasn't being rented or something, that'd be great. But yeah, like everyone's working from home. No one, you know, yeah, but maybe you could find cheap commercial space now. I think too. people still like to go. Like, I know I do. Like, I, I think I would enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Go somewhere. which it just depends. I mean, that's the other thing too. Everybody's like, I want to work from home until you do it for a long time, and then you're like, kind of yeah. would be nice to like have some camaraderie yeah, you and like go to a coffee shop or go like somewhere and work and that. I've talked about home. it too. Like, I like working with people. Like, I yeah. like being able to go. Hey, you like this trans? And then be like, Oh, what if you? And I'd be like, Okay. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Or they go, oh, dude, that's not how you at, or you watch there's this. A, here's a better a, way to do that. Yeah, yeah. Here's a shortcut key, right. and I go, all right, okay. And then sometimes <laughs> I can pass those on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I don't know. That would be super cool. It's kind of down the pipe at some point, but yeah, I just uh, I like having people around that like doing the same shit. You know, whether it's real estate stuff, whether it's yeah. uh, hunting, you know what I mean? Same thing. Like, I just, you know, you flock with the same type mm-hmm. of people that like the same shit. Yeah, I was just telling my brother, he's a hoodlum. I was telling him, I was like, Dallas, you're you're the average of the five people you hang around the most. Yeah. Like how many times have you heard something, some kind of version of that? Yeah. In the entrepreneurial world? Or what, what are his world? homies sum up to? Oh, his homies now? Yeah, what are they um, like? I don't know, friends from high school, smoking pot, just not that smoking pot's bad, but like if that's know, all you do. They're just they're being hoodlums, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. they're not on the up and up, like yeah. you know, doing shit like that. So they're not smoking pot and reading a book. Yeah, they're not smoking pot like and just hanging out at their house with, you know, I don't know, their girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, they drinking henny and getting wild, yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah. They got pit bulls outside. Everybody's like, you know. I try to give some, give him some grace because like when I was twenty one, <laughs> I just discovered whiskey tango and I was there three nights a week every week for weeks on end. Yeah, I donated a few dollars to that so, place. 
over yeah, but, time. But at the same time, like, yep, that makes sense because who was probably the five people I was hanging around the most at that time too. They were right. all doing the same stuff. Right. So you surround yourself with somebody new that's like a, a level up from you or, you know, it's, it just, it's the same idea as like mentorship, right? Like it's going to rub off on you. So if there's something you want to do that other people are doing, get around those people, right. it'll rub off on you one way or another, or they'll, they're, a path will open up to that space. Uh, that's what I was thinking about that, uh, six ways to a person or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. That's another thing too. Is like, okay, I just got to get involved with something along the lines that these other people are yeah. doing. Maybe it's if they fucking like playing tennis. I'm like, oh, well, fuck, I played tennis in high school. Okay, we're fucking That's what I was playing saying. tennis. And I'm like, all right, so what's up with the music videos? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's like the golf thing. Like, I don't want to learn golf, but man. There's like, some connects, though. Dude, it's fun, though. It's like turkey I feel like hunt. at a very high level, once you get wealthy, everyone, you have to learn golf. Yeah, like, but, dude, you don't got to be good. You just yeah, got to be able to maintain. True that. You don't, not, I don't, don't, I don't need to be, up, I don't need to beat nobody. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to beat nobody. <laughs> I just need to be able to go, okay, hey, yeah. we're not chasing to go to ball around everywhere. Yeah. You know, I just need to play. Oh, he misses every putt, but at least we're standing freaking 16 feet from it. But yeah, I'd like to start oh, you know what? getting was, good at golf. That's what I was going to ask you. I was like, so on, along those lines, like getting connected with people, if you could have anybody on the podcast, like. Or, like, who are some big people you'd want to get on here? Kyle from Nelk. Nelk. <laughs> Number one. I'm fanboying with Nelk right now. Yeah. I'm just I, riding their nuts. You know what I notice about him in all of the Nelk interviews and podcasts is he's always, like, like the other guys are, like, you know, they're kind of distracting. He's like, yeah, but can you die? What did you say? What, what was he's the very like? intentional. He's like, what was the money like in that business deal that you did with this guy? And like, he's, he's asking like the business because, questions. Because he's, he's trying, trying to, figure, to download. He's trying, yeah, he's trying to like downloading information. Wait, how did this work? How That's what work? I'm saying. But the other guys are like, they're like talking about the party or something or the girls or something. Steve will do it did or something. But he, he's like, you know, he's asking that Grupman guy or whoever. He's like, so how did that, how did yeah. that deal go down? Like how to, in the, on the back end, like what, yeah, how was that? Around, you know, he's always well, and he said I, I listened to another podcast, dude. I'm I'm so deep mm-hmm. in, into it. But one, I just like what they're doing, and like I already said it before, like I like people that freaking just run with who they are and they go, mm-hmm. and that, that it's everything that they do is so on brand. Them ha- coming out with an alcohol, them doing the UFC stuff, it's so on brand. Yeah, and yeah. I'm I'm for that. They're not trying to be anybody that they're not. Mm-hmm. They're just going. And what I like about Kyle is he is like that. And I wa- I listen to another podcast because I'm, I'm trying to get him at every angle. Hey, what's he going to yeah. say to these guys? Yeah. I would know how he does on his podcast, but what happens when he's a guest? So yeah. uh, I listened to this podcast and he was like, dude, I like I could get somebody to uh, 100,000 subscribers in 30 days. But it's just it's like I know the system. Like I know what you have to do. And I'm like, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> I was yelling at the TV. I'm like, sign me up, Kyle. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> but I literally think that he could just go like if, if he sat down here and I and I would do the same thing that he tries to do yeah. to those other guys. And we're same age. He's 94. I'm 94. Yeah. How do I know that? Pay attention to this. I've watched all the shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, they're, they, they study like you just don't know the shit that they do behind the scenes. Like the amount of time they spend, like actually working. Yeah. Well, they, people think, think people like see the, the YouTubers. The YouTube. See, people think, see the YouTubers. Like, he's like, talking to people about like they're running business depth nitty-gritty like what's the you know 
like I, I seen him and Bradley Martin like talk like they're like kind of alluding to the fact that they they know the Instagram thing like it's a psychology thing and like yeah. what to post and like what to show first in the post and yes. like they they know how to get something that they know that they know they know he's like when I post it I know I know right away it's gonna get it's gonna hit a hundred k yeah or it's gonna hit a million like I know right away when I post it it's gonna be a good one well I can't remember where I saw it but on one of those they were saying that. Even with a YouTube video, for a YouTube video, for you, for you to have someone to watch the entire thing, mm-hmm. every 10 seconds has to justify the next 10 seconds. So every, the first 10 seconds of the video, you have to justify why they're going to watch the next 10. Yeah. And then after that 10, you have to keep on justifying why they should continue yeah. to watch. That makes sense. And uh, they said the same thing with the TikTok or the Instagram reels and stuff that they mm-hmm. post on Instagram. I listen to that podcast yeah. too. And uh, they're like, you have to get the attention and prove it or and create interest in that first three seconds. In the amount of time that a thumb goes, checks it out, and then keeps on going, you have to get somebody to go, yeah. hold on, what was that? Let me pause on that. <laughs> That's that? freaking nuts. Yeah. But That's they master it. Though, like- but I guarantee if he sat down here, I would do the same thing. All right, dude. So yeah. I'd be like, give me the can secret. I give me the my notebook out here. Give me the secret on the thumbnails. And he'd be like, <laughs> all right, here's all what you right. got to do. This is what you got to do. And then I go like this. You got to have two Boom. faces with eyes, like looking at the person. In Boom. <laughs> Freaking. I, I guarantee you come in and drop some bombs. Okay. Yeah. Here's another thing. And he's like, all right, you got to post on Mondays because blah, 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 blah. But then I, also, how much of that, and here's the other thing. Here's the other side of it. How much of that is. Oh, I don't know the strategy. I don't know the in-depth and how much is they give you all the strategy and everything you need to know, but then you don't actually do it. Yeah. And then see, I'm like, the, that's, that's what I'm trying to get better about is dude. If I would have, ex- if, if I execute on half yeah. of the ideas that I got, yeah, cause I'm an idea guy straight up. Just, I'm always, and it drives freaking Kylie nuts because I'm always just like, Hey, what about? And she's like, I know, but you just said this. I know. I'm, I'm like, way. but I'm an idea guy, spitball. I don't, and it's, it's not like permanent. It's just like, what yeah, do we think? You're thinking out loud. Uh, okay. You're thinking out loud. Like you're, yeah. 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 So, uh, but if I just execute on half <laughs> of some of the stuff that I do have the ideas on, I think I'd I be freaking bananas. I know, but that's where, it, yeah, it just circles back to having somebody to help you. Like yeah. Having some time. I'm trying to get dialed in. I'm trying to get dialed in and going, okay, here's the vision. Here's the schedule. Here's what mm. we're doing. We're going with this. But we got to ride this out and do it long enough to where it makes a dent. How much time do you spend um, doing, like, stuff that, like, an assistant could do? Not that much or a lot? Oh, my fucking day. <laughs> Every fucking second of my so, day. So, <laughs> you know what I did? I hired my mom because she's been, like, door dashing. She used to be a home health care person. And she didn't want to do it anymore. So she was like DoorDash and making decent money. But I was, she had some time. I'm like, Mom, why don't I just pay you like a couple hundred bucks a week? Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't she doesn't need the income, but like a little extra. And she has plenty of time. So I'm like, I'll just pay you a couple hundred bucks a week. You just help me just do a little, little admin shit like here and there. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. It's helped. If I'm going to get rid of employees... At this point, it's not going to be her or an assistant because it's the best, probably the best decision ever. That's what I need. I I have to pee. I'm like having a seizure over here. So continue talking about your mom, but I have to pee. No, are we going to (laughs) cut? No. Why? You got to pee too? No, I'm good. No, keep it rolling. Okay. Keep it rolling.
Okay. Uh, story time. So, yeah. So, no. So, I hire my mom. And I bet that saves me. I don't know. At least a full day of work every week. Minimum. Probably more. Um, like yesterday, right? Uh, the bank, when I'm doing renovations, they give me renovation funds out of an escrow account. But every time I have to take invoices to the bank and I have to show them the invoices from the contractor or home Depot. So I was like, mom, can you run these invoices back to the bank, have them transfer the escrow money, get escrow check for the contractor. So she was doing that. But for me to drive back to Odessa and do that, would have taken me an hour and a half to go back there to do it. Um, I'm on a diet. I'm meal prepping for the physique show. So she's she's doing my meal prep, which, oh, my God. Oh, that I hate meal prep. Hate it. If you – it's the worst part about dieting or training or anything in the physical fitness space is meal prep. How important is the meal prep? Worst part. No, I'm saying it's the most important everything. part. It's the most important. It is the – you can – Party foul. You can work out. You can be, you can go to the gym all the time. Like you can be, um, like on your shit in the gym and have these goals, but you will not hit them if your nutrition is not right. So like, the, it for comes instance, down to the nitty gritty of the, what happens in the kitchen. Yes. For instance, me, I'm trying to put lean muscle mass on. So I have to eat six to seven meals. Um, sometimes eight a day to take in the calories that I need, the good calories I need, not like junk food, but like good calories I need to be able to do that. And then I have to, so that means I got to go to Costco. I got to buy $200 worth of groceries. I got to bring it home. I got to cook it. I got to spend a full day prepping this bulk food, mass amounts of food at a time to be able to eat throughout the week. And it lasts me two, it'll last me for two weeks and then I need to do it again. What are your meals looking like though when you do it's that? It's the worst. So just chicken? No. So uh-uh. you eat chicken? No. Uh-uh. So it's changed. So what we do? Um. So I'm working with Gary Van Ross. At he's out of physique, but he's been a physique um, trainer in the Kansas City area for a long time, and he's I think he worked in Colorado too. But um, he so he changes your your meal plan every four weeks. But um, like for instance, right now, uh, it is um. I have, I have to do 10 egg whites in the morning and hash browns, but that's like, that's like four or 5 AM because that's my pre-workout. I have, that has to go in me before the gym. Then after the gym, I do a protein shake and I do a rice cake or two rice cakes. So I get a little sugar and a little protein immediately after okay. the workout. Then I have my first real meal after those two, which is pork chop, veggies, rice. Like what kind of veggies? Um, just like Anything a veggie besides, mix, but he says no, no corn, corn peas or carrots because I think they have like natural sugar in them, so he cuts those. But like uh, other than that's up to you. Um, like asparagus? Then, then yeah, you can like do. Like what? Yep, I'm asking could, what you, do do you roll with. So I do, um, I do broccoli. I switch it up. I switch it up because I get tired of doing the same stuff all the time. But I'll do like a broccoli cauliflower mix. I do I'll, like broccoli. I can do all the seasonings and stuff, and I can do sauces as long as they don't have sugar. Um, but the next meal is chicken, rice, veggie. And then the next meal, which it, this one's like the one I look forward to every freaking day for this month anyway, um, is two tacos with ground turkey, 
and their corn tortillas, corn flour, not flour tortillas, but corn tortillas, the yellow ones. Mm-hmm. Those ground turkey, a little bit of shredded cheese, and um, maybe one serving of salsa. And then my next meal after that is uh, it's called Monster Mash. It's I I asked him if I could have it because it's just a meal I like, but it's it's basically ground. It's ground beef or bison, whatever you want to use. And it's like a cup of that or maybe a pound, half pound of that. And then one cup of rice and then bone broth. And you heat it up and mix it up and maybe put like seasoning or salt in it. It's really good. And it's like very high protein, really good. Um, so that's – and then if I want, if necessary, on the diet, if I'm still up, which I he doesn't want me to stay awake to eat more because sleep's more important, but um, – I can have like sirloin or something like that before bed. You trying to tell me your bedtime snack is a sirloin? Yeah. Damn, I ain't living right. But dude, every day I never get to the sirloin. I do the monster mash, and then I'm like, man, I'm ready for bed. Yeah. Because I'm I'm up earlier, at least by six on most days. Sometimes mm-hmm. seven at the latest. Um, but I'm like. Like you said, you texted me the other night, like, hey, I know you're already in bed, old man, but you want to do a podcast? Because I was in bed at like sometimes 7, like 7.45, 7.50, or yeah. sometimes sometimes as late as 9. But always, I'm always trying, like, if I'm not in bed by 9, it's like, damn, I'm staying up late tonight. Dude, to tell you the truth, I it's not that I don't get up early. Mm-hmm. I get up early. I just don't go to bed. Yeah. And I, I gotta get, I, I, I just always, I've always been wired like that, dude. Even whenever I was in middle school, I would sit in my room and watch 38 the spot until two o'clock in the morning. And Mm -hmm. I'd always be tired at school. I just, I I always just stay up late. I think that it's not probably not that good for me. I probably need to start getting some more sleep, but dude, I can't do the whole like, all right, it's nine 30. I just go lay down in my bed and go to sleep. Like I can't just lay there and go to sleep. I have to fall asleep because I was watching something or um Yeah, but like on a morning you get you say you get up at three thirty to go hunt on a duck hunt one morning, but then you don't take a nap after you hunt and you stay up all day, you go back to work and do whatever you gotta do all day, and then eight, seven, eight, nine rolls around and you still can't go to sleep. Nope. <laughs> I can take naps. Yeah. I can do that and that's the other thing too. Oh, is I love naps. One man. of the things that I've started to like and it's happened to be when, whenever I started just working for myself. Yeah. Whenever I'm completely control of my time is uh I'll do that when I need to. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I have the luxury of sleeping whenever I need to. Dude, if I if I do stay up till three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, even if I'm not working on something, but if I'm doing something or mm-hmm. whatever, I can make it up in somehow, some way. You know what I mean? I, I'm not yeah. afraid of that, of being able to make it up somewhere. Yeah. Like, oh, let's say like what you were talking about. And I did have that long ass day and I did stay up. But it's like if I had something to do and I had to get up. But I know that I can go. I've got the freedom to once I do get something, mm-hmm. come, come to something. I'm like, all right, I am fucking tired now. I can go take a nap Yeah, whenever I need to. But I, I, I want to get better of getting more scheduled out of. I just don't, I, so, my brain just don't work in a schedule well, I like used that. to be, I I'm used to, chaos. I used to be so down for staying up. Like I'd drink a cup of coffee at like 8 PM. I'd be like, all right, time to edit or time yeah. to stay up late and work. But really like it never, 
for me anyways, I always ended up being so sleeping, like I always needed seven to eight hours anyway. So it's not like I was really getting ahead because I was going to sleep into the day the next day anyway. Right. Like for me, I can't really, I like seven hours. If I don't get seven hours, I can tell like I it, really, yeah, I can, I can feel it. So see some days I'm just like, but that's just my, my body. That was three and I'm just rolling. But in the, the bad thing about like staying up late and then maybe you catch a nap throughout the day or whatever, like you're probably not hitting like your deep rim sleep that your For body sure. needs. That's and what I'm sleep saying. Sleep dep- deprivation, like it can have a serious effect on like your brain and like over a long, like if you do that your whole life, like it, I've read, like there's a sleep, I forget his name. He's a sleep expert, but he's been on like Rogan and some other yeah. places, but there's, um, well, there's some studies that say it leads that, to early mortality, right? Like, yeah, like it reduces your lifespan, um, over a long, if you're doing it for like a long time, you know what I mean? I guess that's what I'm, I think I'm saying is I don't think that for me, when it comes to being awakening, mm-hmm. awoke, that I can, I, I can negate. Yeah. But I think that my body's going, Hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need some sleep over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I don't yeah. think I really get into that deep. But you room. could, you could maybe, maybe like maybe you're good on six or hours or five and a half or six and a half, you know, you just ne- it's hard to tell everyone's different. Um, but yeah, sleep's important, man. Um, everyone hates me. Like my girlfriend hates me cause I fall asleep so easy. Like my yeah. head hits the pillow and I can just, I can be out in probably under a minute, sometimes a couple minutes, but like, and you can't wake me up. Like everything I do wakes her up. Like if I fucking roll over, like, yeah, or breathe, it wakes her up. And like, I don't know, I've had other people like that, but me, I'm just like, can go to sleep. I have, and that's, it's a blessing because I know how horrible it is to like, to not be able to sleep and have insomnia problems and stuff like that. But I can, I've always been really happy that I could just fall asleep that easy. No, this is what happens to me. I lay down in the bed and I'm staring at the ceiling and then I, and then a random thought goes into my head and I'm like. Oh, I wonder if there was a creek on that backside of that property when we were in Nebraska three years ago. And then I pull up my Onyx and I'm freaking zooming through Onyx at freaking two o'clock in the morning trying to figure out if yeah. some creek was at the back of a property. Like yeah. that's just how my brain. And then yeah. I'm like, I wonder how much a hot dog roller is on Amazon. And I'm freaking <laughs> on Amazon looking at hot dog rollers at two o'clock in the morning. See, I could, I could do that right before. Like I'd be like, oh shit, I need to get in my notes and type everything I need to do for tomorrow. So I'll do that. I'll like, and I could be like really wired, but then I can, I can shut it off really quick. Can you see her? No, she's out there somewhere. She'll be all right. For those of you that don't know, my dog likes to, she likes to wander off here and here and there. I'll, I'll find her. She's probably playing with your neighbor's horse. She has been known to wander. Basically, every hunting camp I've ever had her in, she wanders off somewhere. She's a. I've got bad experiences with freaking dogs wandering, yeah, so I've got like bad PTSD. Whenever I can't see a dog, it just freaks me out now. Yeah. Do you want to cut? I can go find her. Yeah. Uh, which I, we're we're pretty deep into this podcast, anyways. How long are we going? Uh. 
I don't know. Don't know how to read that. Still new to it. Um, yeah, what's 2,257 bars? I think we're at least 40 minutes in. Yeah, we got to be in here at least. But so what else was there? Um, I don't know. What do you got? What do you got going on the rest of the summer? Um, Spring going summer. into summer. So I got this flip going on. I'm trying to get it done in 45 days. Um, wrap it up and have it on the market by sometime in May, probably the end of May. Um, and then get this other rental rented out here in the next week or two. I got an event I got to go to in Utah in the second half of May, and then I got a bison hunt I got to film. A bison hunt? On the Kaibab. A really? bison hunt How'd you on get the Arizona Kaibab. dialed Kai up with that? It's a once-in-a-lifetime tag. Travis's best friend, Dave, he's a sheriff of uh, Yavapai County, Arizona. He drew a once-in-a-lifetime bison tag. So we're going to go to the Kaibab this May, June, you can go. It's like it's a really long season, um, but May and June are the most important times. But we're going to go there and hunt for eight or ten days. Hmm. Basically, whenever the guy, the outfitter, gives us the go ahead and say, "Hey, it's good, come," we're going to go. That'll be dope. So, um, that and then uh, are you going to be down at the lake any with I'm Joey? Edit for the guide life. Uh, you know, I usually hear from him about a month before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Probably. Um, I imagine he'll be, uh, he's not, I think he terminated his residency at, uh, redheads. Yeah. Or what's it called? Yeah, there's redheads. Yeah. yeah I think uh, that's where he was at. That upper pool up there. Um, but I'm sure he'll be, I'm sure I'll do something with him. Yeah. Just talked to him not too long ago. Uh, let's see. Looking for more real estate to buy. Oh, I got a, a house in Oak Grove that I'm under contract on right now. Yeah. I'll close on it on the 11th of May. So get it started and get it rented out. It's going to be a rental too. So just trying to plug That's away on real stuff. estate. And then, uh, you better get some business done in the summer. So then you can go hunting. Yeah, I know. I know. And That's then, what I'm uh, trying to do. I'm like, well, I'd hey. like to have a guy. I know I have Hunter. He helps us out sometimes, but I would like to have a guy who's done a little bit of outdoor video, come and shoot some stuff in Arizona. Yeah. So, if there's anybody out there, if you know anybody, send them my way. Freelance. Freelancers. Or I told you to, you to come out on a yeah. freaking hunt. Price going up. You better lock it in today because what the price is today, that ain't <laughs> what it is tomorrow, cousin. Yeah. So, you better lock it in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, it was a pleasure having Mike back on the podcast. Uh, we're rocking and rolling. I told you guys we were going to keep on doing this and we're going to keep on doing this. So I've been thinking about the podcast uh, lately, just kind of doing some uh, little brain searching, a little bit of, hey, what are you doing this for? And uh, I think I'm, I, I've am i got the mindset of this as an investment. You know, we ain't going to see the uh, fruits to this garden for another, you know, maybe five years. But hopefully, maybe in five years, we're stepping on this thing and hopping on here with whoever and it's a rock and rolling deal. I don't see a time. I I, I think the podcast deal is kind of timeless at all stages of, you know, life. Mm -hmm. Really. You can rock and roll with the podcast and talk about experience. You know, at some point we're going to be, the podcast episode is going to be reflecting back about whenever we were doing it here in the garage. Mm -hmm. So I, I kind of started to dial my intentions, um, with this deal to, okay, this is a long play. 
So we're going to keep on cracking at it. And it's going to get to the point, like what we, t- we talked about, it's going to get to where it's just a part of what we do. You know, we're going to get better and whatever. So looking forward to it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Uh, go follow Mike and all the different things that he's involved in. You want to pitch that real quick? No, just just Mike Atterbury on Instagram, A-T-T-E-B-E-R-Y. Go follow him there, and then from there, I'm sure he'll plug all of his other things. So, thanks ladies for, and gentlemen. Thanks for having me, dude. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Love y'all. Peace. Peace. With my walls. Wolf-